Mike, so it's Friday. We've got another episode, and this week we've got a spotlight area. Spotlight area of a, a real good expert coming in to talk to us about High Wickham and why investing in High Wickham at the moment could be a sensible move. The old RAF base that was, again, sort of almost derelict for decades is now a modern housing estate um, because of the access to the M40. All of the old factories, the chair-making factories that, again, just derelict for forever mm. are now being converted into modern, real swanky looking apartments. And not that long ago, that part of town, there was only one thing you could get down there, which probably wasn't legal, but now. <laughs> <laughs> it was, well. What questions are you going to be firing at Michael Childs? Okay, I don't know an awful lot about High Wycombe, apart from it's on the top of a hill and it gets the first snow of the year. <laughs> and I do my all my Christmas shopping in the John Lewis. Um, so I'm really interested to know what's the hotspots, what should you do and what shouldn't you do and what should you be looking for, what you should be avoiding when you're buying in High Wycombe. Yeah, I think these are the checklists that anyone really wants to go through. Is there investment going in from major companies? Is there investment going in from the council? And why is it an area at the moment that seems, it seems like one of those areas where prices, they do come down, but they come down a little bit slower than some of the other areas. It seems like there's a good pull. And just from an average pricing perspective, it does seem a little bit different to some of the other local areas. And it's in a good connecting area it's, as well. It's an interesting point because so much noise is made about the crossrail and Reddings and Sloughs of this world. But there's mm. a lot less talk about Wickham where you can get into London faster yeah. already. Yeah. Didn't need Crossrail because the link into Marleybone is better. So yeah. why does it get talked about less that potentially than the than the Thames Valley? Well, we're going to talk about it now. We've got Michael Childs. He's been an agent. He's been in property for a good 20 years. He lives there. He's lived there way over a decade now. So he's, he's part of the roots of High Wycombe. So no better person, I don't think, than to get us to do this spotlight on High Wycombe. Enjoy the episode. Talking to Mike. So I am here with double mics because, Michael, you're going to give us a good insight into exactly why people could potentially look at putting some money into High Wickham. Yep. There's a lot going on that we spoke about off camera. But first of all, it's nearly Christmas. How's the market in High Wickham and how are you? Uh, High Wickham market, uh, been affected over the last few months, same as everywhere else. Uh, there's a lot of development work in High Wickham. It just sort of keeps going, the Wickham market, compared to other towns that I've worked in who would traditionally sort of slow down towards Christmas. Do you think that's because it, of its where it sits geographically? It's kind it's, of not, not right in the thick of these crazy booming prices that we've experienced in sort of Berkshire and Surrey, but it's it's quite close to London. It's close to kind of yeah, well, know, I've, M1, everything, really. I've worked in Berkshire. I've worked in Hampshire and... The 10 years I've worked in High Wycombe, when it got to December time, it, it, it was busy still. Mm, yeah. And my mind was kind of, hang on, this wasn't the same when I worked in like Fleet, for example, it would shut down. But I, I guess the differences in High Wycombe, the, the lower price sort of the first time buyer, the cheaper properties. I started working in High Wycombe. I think I dealt with my first ever property that was 100 grand. Mm. And I hadn't dealt, dealt with that before. Not even, you know, in some other yeah. parts of the uh, the country, um, and that market just keeps going, but the snow stops it. So, what what was a hundred grand in High Wycombe? 
What was that property? A studio. And what was that rent for? It was studio just outside of town, which back then would have rented for 600, 650. Not bad then. Not, not bad. bad. Yeah, walking into town. Yeah, yeah. Not bad at all. And and how are you? How's business for yeah. an estate agency life? <laughs> uh, been good. Been a good year. Uh, my first full year. Um, I think I've established my brand now in sort of High Wycombe and the surrounding villages. But yeah. Good. I'm happy with the first year. Good. What's your take on the, the rental market there, Mike? You've obviously covered most of the country in terms of uh, knowledge of, of property, but but rental, kind of the pull of High Wycombe and Buckinghamshire as a sort of location, it's it's got a good got a good view, hasn't it? Here's what I know about High Wycombe. It's got a phenomenal John Lewis, first and foremost. It's worth a visit. Everyone loves that John Lewis. Yeah. Um, it's got a train station, which means you can get into London in about 25 minutes, give or take. Yeah. yeah. And surrounding Wickham are some insanely high-priced towns. So it is the the magnet in the middle, a bit like a Reading, but on a, on a smaller scale, but with higher-priced towns elsewhere. So there's an awful lot of money either side of Wickham. So mm. there's a lot of money to be invested into that as a town centre, in my opinion. And there's a lot of hills, so it gets very, very snowy, um, which is good <laughs> and bad, depending on who you are. It um, can be a shock for a lot of people when you yeah. first go up there and it snows. Incredible. The first snow of the, of the year seems to always hit Wickham, doesn't it? <laughs> From a from a rental perspective, I'm interested to know as well, really, who's the market, who buys there, why people buy there, and um, and how long they tend to own properties for. Is it multiple landlords? Is it people from the surrounding towns that are putting their money into flats and houses there? Mike, who's who's the who's the buyers? Who's who's doing the business? Well, the main there? the main rental audience, if you like, um, the schools. People will move for the schools. Um, just for the grammar schools, really. So Wickham High, John Hamden, or the Royal Grammar School, they're some of the best schools, not just in Buckinghamshire, but in the country. And people will want, if they can't afford to buy there, they desperately want to get their children in, so they rent, and they'll rent long-term. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, and their catchment area is huge, which is pretty much all of High Wickham. That's you, amazing for a good school, isn't it? Yeah, those schools pass, are... You have to pass the test to get in, though. Yeah, you have to pass the 11 plus to get in. <laughs> But the, the the desirability to get your child into, but that that brings the, good families, right? If you're going to push your children yeah, yeah, into the a grammar school, then they're going to be the right tenants. Yeah, that's and my I, thought. Is you're going to get a really nice tenant moving in there for those reasons? You know, that's, that's well, I've seen that positive. change in the twelve, thirteen years I've I've lived there, as, which isn't really a long time, hmm. but you can see that demographic of you know the houses that were run down where people have lived there since the I don't know 70s or 80s all of a sudden new people have taken ownership of their refurbished them and the whole sort of street gets a facelift from there makes a massive difference a change in generation doesn't it and a reason oh, yeah. to be moving into an area yeah there's a different I've said this before as well there's sort of the generations of people who now take pride in what car they own what their house looks like you can see that because like we were chatting off air before, a lot of High Wycombe, there aren't these little rat runs of streets that you get in sort of modern towns. A lot of the roads are open, so you can the houses are visible, mm-hmm. clearly visible, and they take pride in what the house looks like. It's, you mentioned Reading because sort of going back maybe 20-odd years or something like that, Reading, mm. Reading had a certain sort of vibe, didn't it, a certain stigma, and then some investment 
went into Reading and it almost sandpit filled from areas around it, which was quite yeah. interesting. But as you're describing High Wycombe there and what we're looking for, for our listeners and for people that are looking to invest in property from HMO, buy to let, whatever it may be. But this seems like a climbing area at the moment. Is there investment going into High Wycombe as well from, from the council? A lot of investment and um, there's a lot of scrubland, um, the old ski slope, if anyone's listening to this who knows High Wycombe, there was like the, you know, like the John Nike Centre here in, in Bracknell, there was a similar sort of ski slope in High Wycombe which burnt down decades ago. Really? And was just left. Yeah. Only recently, in the sort of last year or two, that's now a modern housing estate. The old RAF base that was again sort of almost derelict for decades is now a modern housing estate. Um, because of the access to the M40, all of the old factories, the chair-making factories that have, again, just derelict for forever mm. are now being converted into modern, real swanky-looking apartments. And not that long ago, that part of town, there was only one thing you could get down there, which probably wasn't legal. But now, <laughs> it was, well, I won't go into too much, but now, because of the development, there's, you know, it's a nice place to go. And that's continuing to be sort of pushed in there. That's yeah. amazing for the area, isn't it? It's a positive regeneration, isn't it? Sometimes mm. developers coming in and putting in high-end product gets accused of gentrification. But at the same time, if it's an area that was a, a bit of a no-go and now is buzzing, then for me, there's only it's, it can only be positive because it brings everywhere around it upper yeah. upper level. Even around the, the town centre, which would be great for rent. If you can walk into town or you can walk to the train station, the rents are really good mm. because of the location. And um, there was just a, a bad, it was called the old gas works, just scrubland, smelt of gas. <laughs> and it was just horrible. Now they've built 4,000 apartments in there, but nice quality. And Barclay did that, was it? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're, I think about th three years now they've been finished mm. for. It's just a whole nicer feel, nicer approach just coming to town. What are they what were that what are they selling for, those sort of apartments? Because I always look at when you're investing, they're kind of two standard easy buy to lets, two bed flat, relatively new, built in the last ten years, three bed terrace, three yeah. bed semi, something like that. They're the kind of two go to's, aren't they? What yeah. what in High Wickham are you gonna get on that kind of nineteen something three bed terrace and semi? What's that gonna sell for? And then what's those two bed apartments? It's it's the thing with High Wycombe is it's finding the the gems, if you like, of those apartments. Because in High Wycombe, there are a lot of two bedroom flats, loads of them. Mm. But it's when you look at the finer detail of them and the service charges, if you've got to pay for your parking and all of these other things that, that well, investors might not consider. They might just see the price. And if you get the right ones, they're like gems. Mm. They, they fly out straight away. What sort of money? Uh, one bed of the better ones, 200, 200. It's not too bad. Yeah. But you get, you get the right two bed. You can get a nice two bed for 250, but we, with reasonable ground rent, mm -hmm. a, a decent lease. That's a key, isn't it? Really is this the, the management maintenance yeah, yeah. and ground rent costs. It's a, it's a big topic. Oh, I think People a lot don't want to be spending these three yeah. and a half and 4,000 pounds a year. That's some it's developers crazy, are knocking it? out yeah. at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Some of them are, there's one particular block in High Wycombe near Wickham Marsh, where they're, and they, they were built in 2001, and the service charges are three grand a year on them. 
yeah. and I sold one about 18 months ago. Bear in mind, they've nearly owned it for 20 years and they were still in negative equity. Wow. That is that is the wrong investment for you. Yeah, yeah, that's not what you want. That's if you're listening, that's not the one. What um <laughs> service charges, it was crazy. So, so go back to the two fifty flat then. Two fifty flat, walking distance to train station, town centre. What what sort of rental is are we expecting on that sort of property over there? Twelve hundred, thirteen hundred. Okay. So you know, yeah. good like home counties kind of classic go to and, and in a in an area that's climbing, having money spent on it. What do you think will be the next area that the council will invest in? Uh, they are developing now closer to, to Handy Cross, which um, they've just refurbished just a while ago now. But the, like the sports centre was the first thing to go in there. They've just built a Hilton Hotel, uh, a Next Superstore. That all, all of that whole area is being regenerated, which was popular 30 years ago, 40 years ago. It's just been left. So they're pumping a lot of money into there now. Is um, there a classic kind of you know, sort of cine world, bowling alley. Type yeah, that's thing. up the old cinemas up there. Yeah. Is it- but the draw, the draw is because up near Handy Cross as well is Wickham High School, which is the, the grammar school for girls and John Hamden. Both right. are right there. And, right and the, the motorway junction. Yeah. Which is, which is key, isn't it? For, for commuting because every stat that I read is commuting's back. Going back to the office is going to be 2023. 20, People are less and less want to work from home. And the big problems in recruiting are being caused by home working because graduates aren't learning what they should be learning yeah. at home when they could be in the office. So <clears throat> I think those commuter hotspots will see, whilst we're not predicting massive gains in the housing market in 2023, if anywhere is going to gain or hold its position, it's going to be commuter spots. Yeah. I, I spoke recently with someone that handles a lot of the kind of marketing data research for the likes of Next and Hilton that you mentioned there and Cineworld in particular. And what was quite interesting was the amount of research they do before opening a, a Next, a, a Hilton like you've just experienced there in High Wycombe. The amount of market research they do would blow your mind in comparison to what the average Joe on the streets mm. used to. So yeah. it, you can almost, as a, as a buy-to-let or as a landlord, you can almost follow that and say, well, if there's a Next opening up, and next is not. They a know little. money's coming in. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. money, and and next are not doing that on a whim. They're not yeah. just going right. Where strategically should we put our next pin? Yeah, they're doing that with some serious planning and prep work. So that's a positive, yeah. and that's that's why I asked the question on those prices. The older three beds, Mike. What are you expecting? You know that you could pick up an older three bed for in in High Wycombe. Such a mix. Um, the the better three beds are for rental are the ones again closer to town. It's all to do with being able to get into the train station. Um, those three beds are 370, 380 now. But again, they always rent well. They always rent well, particularly if you can get parking on them. Mm. Because High Wycombe, in the name, and a lot of those ones we were sitting, we were having a look at earlier, they're all built on a hill. Mm. And if you're not used to it, it shocks a hell of a lot of people when they first come up there. And you look at the garden, which is vertical almost but it's if, if you've got parking a lot of them weren't built with parking you've got to dig it out mm. i um, saw a house on the market with right move and it, it blew my mind <laughs> and didn't blow yours it had a first floor garage yeah that's normal apparently but you know each to their own <laughs> yeah there's a cut round oh, by yeah. round by me on the walk up to the to the tesco express there's a couple that have got the maybe even second floor garages yeah. on the top of these hills but it's that age bracket yeah yeah, yeah. 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 i'm <laughs> 
So what, if, if you were, and, and obviously you handle um, sales for buy-to-let landlords and people looking to sell, people looking to buy, you talk to investors, you, you've been in agency now for the best part of 20-odd years. Yeah. So what would, what would be the advice and the planning for someone that's thinking, right, High Wycombe is on the map, it's in my top three, I'm looking to invest there, I'm not from High Wycombe, but I want to follow the Hiltons, the Next, the council investment, the family sort of connection to the grammar schools. What would be your advice to that investor? What would be your golden tips? Um, depend on your budget, because you you always get a good tenant. If it's um, if it's a flat or you know it'll be a first time buyer, it'll be a commuter, or there'll be the tenants will be families. Mm-hmm. There's no real differential from that, and the families will be good families because of the the, the grammar schools. That's the draw. Yeah. Um, it's just finding those right pockets. High Wickham is a com- complete mix, all the different areas. Um, Downley is a really popular area, but it's on the, the outskirts of the town. So it's not really near any schools, for example. So for me, it's not really, if you're looking to invest in the, in the town, Downley isn't the, the one to go for. I, I've lived there. It's lovely. Mm. But if you're going to invest there, it's different, isn't it? Living, well, buying somewhere to live and buying yeah, an investment is very different because you almost look at it with a, a ripple from certain trigger points, which could be the town, it could be the train station. They're normally relatively close to each other anyway. Or it could be a school, as an example, or, or something. But then you look at that quarter mile, half mile, and a mile ripple out, and it has yeah. a big impact for the difference. Well, the difference is, using down as an example, when you get there, you'll like it. It's, it feels like you're in the country. Mm. It's open. You're on top of the hill despite the name Downley, you're up <laughs> high. It's one of those things in Wickham. <laughs> but you'll get a much better return on your investment buying somewhere else yeah. because you'll be the schools will be better. The school in Downley, there's only one and it's not very good at the moment. This Ofsted review is like poor and has been for a while. Um, and you can't walk to any grammar schools. It's a 45-minute walk into town, which is too far. I've done it. It's, it's not a nice walk in. Not in this weather. No, no, definitely not in this weather. <laughs> but you can take that money, you'll get a, a, a cheaper house, but a, a better rental return of it just for buying somewhere else in the town. So what opportunities are there at the moment then? That, that's an area not to go to. You mentioned about the walking distance to train station, making sure if you're looking at buy-to-let um, apartments, you really do check in detail yeah, do with research. the service char- yeah. charges. And parking seems like an absolute win for equity growth by the sounds of it as well. Yeah. Um What's happened to prices, let's say, since September, something like that, or even August? Let's go back to August. What's happened in High Wycombe then? Because we all know up to August, 25% increase since April 2020 is pretty much what, what the average property's done in, in the UK. I would imagine that High Wycombe is quite similar to that since, since the lockdown. What's it done since then? You know, What impact has mortgage rates, um, mini budget, these things happened to High Wycombe's prices? I would say if you had a house, say, I don't want to talk percentages because it might mean something to us, but to yeah, the average person, yeah. it doesn't make sense. If you had a house that was worth £500,000 back in the summertime, I say- Back in the day. Back in the day, <laughs> you'd lost 30000 on it. Okay. Not lost because every every property is yeah. all adjusted. Yeah. It's Only lost if you, if you paid 500 for yeah. it a few months ago. Yeah, But yeah. I think that that's a better example. I think the higher you go when you get to the sort of the million pound mark, it's it's more like, like yeah 80 it's slightly a bit more than that 
Okay. So you're looking somewhere around probably five to eight percent of the asking price that's that's come down in that. Yeah, or that what I say to sell your property in High Wycombe anyway, and sort of the villages around house prices are equivalent equivalent now to what they were at the start of twenty twenty one. And what's what's what is there most available? You know, let's say there's a hundred properties on the market. What's most available? Is it those two bed flats? Yeah. So if there's if there is a load of those two bedroom flats available, there there is going to be opportunities and there is going to be deals on those, I would imagine, because some of those some of those sellers are desperately looking to buy the three beds that we've spoken about, or or, or even the four beds. They're probably going to stay local. I'd imagine there's a lot of interconnecting upsizing yeah, going yeah, on in, in an area with families. Um, they're the deals that potentially are available. I'm guessing. Yeah, the, lots of two bedroom flats available. A lot of them were built though in the 80s. And they're the ones where you have to watch out on the service charges or the lease length, which won't be is very rarely disclosed when you look at the yeah the lease great length. investment like it says on right move great investment mm. this two bedroom flat with a seventy five year lease yeah is ideal well I always no, think it's when, not. not ideal when you see an estate agent put great investment if it's for sale it probably isn't mm. if it's under offer then maybe they were right <laughs> that's my kind of take on on that particular phrase so. In terms of speaking to you, Mike, what's the best way that people can get in contact with you? If, if someone wants to have a conversation and potentially get you kind of sourcing some property for them, yeah. what, what would you say to those particular people? What information do you want to know from them? And what's the best way that they can reach out to you? Uh, reach out to me, call me, email me. I'll have an honest chat with you. I know the area. I've lived in different parts of High Wycombe and, and moved out to one of the villages now where I live just on the outskirts. So I've first-hand experience, really, of, yeah. of living there, working there. Um, it, it really is key to get those the right pocket. If you're looking to invest in the town, get the right pocket because you can you can spend a lot of money and suddenly find your house or flat is just empty just because you've got the wrong location. Yeah, yeah. It, it might seem good because you've just driven there once in your car, but you need to know the ins and the outs of it. No, I think I think it's a great spotlight area to to look at, and it's it's interesting to hear about the money that's being invested by big companies. If we're looking at Barclay, you know, from a development point of view, we're looking at Hilton next. You're looking at some of these areas being uplifted, and it's on that trajectory. Even if the market does, you know, have a correction, a dip, whatever we're calling it for next year, that seems like a safe place to look at, at potentially getting a deal, which um, is what we're all about here. So we'll put all of your contact details in the show notes. Yep. And if anyone wants to ask us a question or Mike, then obviously more than welcome to do so. And yep, appreciate your knowledge and expertise on, on this episode, Mike. Pleasure. So, Mike, your namesake has uh, left the episode. Great episode, actually. Lots of knowledge. I mean, we knew Mike knew his area, but yeah. um, it was really interesting to hear about some of the some of the locations that had just been derelict for so long, which where we live, to think of the density and how, how valuable land is to developers, to know that they were just sat there kind yeah. of empty for that amount of time almost makes you shudder inside because you know that there's money to be put in but it's great news that investments going in there yeah and i feel that's got some good trajectory to to invest in by the sounds of it yeah i mean if you don't have the time and a million pounds to invest in research and development follow barclay homes because they do yeah 
Um, so if they're building in a town, they're building there for a very good reason, not just because they found a bit of land and thought we'll stick some flats on it. Mm-hmm. Like you said in the episode with Next, there's an awful lot of research going into there. Next will take postcodes from customers in neighbouring stores for two years mm-hmm. before they even start to consider building a store so these sorts of companies they're not run by mugs so if they're putting money into a town it's because there's growth to be had yeah like you say you can you can do your own research piggybacking off the back of the companies that have got way more money than we all have to be investing but yeah loved what mike said um very interesting to hear about the changes the type of profiling of properties the yields are clearly very strong um, much like berkshire surrey based yields the buckinghamshire yields seem as long as you do it right yeah but there does seem like if you were investing naively without doing your research on certain blocks or certain areas you could come up short based on not knowing the area which is everyone's risk as an happens, investor. it happens in every town there's always a block that the estate agents know and yeah. cringe yeah. when they get called out because to it because they know what they're going to have to say and what they're yeah. going to have to do to to get a property sold but i think if you want an honest opinion regardless of where you've seen the property if you want an honest opinion stick it under mike's nose yeah give it to mike and not only will he assist you with the sale or the purchase but he can assist you with the let and the management so it's not like he's just gonna do a transaction and you never hear from him again he can handle the whole process so you know he's going to do right by you because he's involved throughout the whole process as well which is great so love this episode uh, we'll be back next friday with our last episode of 2022 scary that actually when you think about it yeah it's flown by yeah yeah i don't know how many episodes well it'll be 52 50 I, don't, odd, yeah. I don't think we missed it <laughs> and we've done a few bonus so it might be 55 episodes this year that we've recorded so yeah special thanks to everyone that's listening downloading it watching it um we will be back next year with a whole load of great guests um but next week we're going to do a bit of a market wrap-up summary talk mortgages talk about what we think is going to happen we're going to mm-hmm. get the splinters out of our backsides and start to do some forecasting on what we think might happen in 2023 so thanks again for listening see you all soon i'm flicking through youtube and through spotify i don't think there's a podcast or a video channel on youtube that landlords can land on where they're not being sold something i mean it'd be the first time any estate agents ever asked that question but why not ask that question to a wider audience they just have the knowledge there but they don't seem to share it you can do different episodes based around someone that wants an exit plan or someone that's just starting their portfolio the rules change every year yeah but why not just open the floor out and just say well is property even the best investment out there and tax advice is a big thing, especially with everything that's changed, capital yeah. gains tax and obviously your stamp duty costs that you need to pay and whatnot. People don't realise what they need to prepare for. We build a podcast and we build a YouTube channel, somewhere that landlords can go and they feel they're not being sold to, but they're just getting quality advice.